I'm James Ernest of Cheap Ass Games, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. After a few minutes, uh, seven other older men arrive with, you know, one or two younger men and uh, or women in tow. These are the uh, leaders of the seven farms of this uh, the village of uh, Pantreferino. Basically, when they all come up, they introduce themselves and they basically tell you, thank you so much for coming. Uh, we didn't want to go another night without having expert, you know, experts here. We're totally unequipped to handle this. Usually, you know, the a, a wolf or a lynx comes out of the forest and, you know, we have guard dogs to drive them away. You know, we have, you know, a lot of us do hunt. So if there is, you know, a fo- you know, if there is something getting into the livestock, we usually deal with it. But um, the tracks we've seen are we've seen we've seen nothing like them ever before. And um, some of the animals are taken, were taken very close to where people were watching over them. I mean, several of the sheep that went missing were in, you know, they were being tended. You know, the, the, the she- and one of the shepherds says that I was out there. I was out there all night. My, my dog didn't awaken me. Um, the next morning, uh, the sheep were, were scattered. When we got them all together, the count was off by a half dozen. I searched where I had bedded them down, and I did find traces of blood and, and odd tracks that I'd never seen before. But um, whatever this was, it, it got very close. And, um, you know, and one of the guys says that unfortunately, when some of our sheep were taken, our dog did go after it. And, um, we didn't find the sheep, but we found the dog, and um, no no animal should die that way. Um, rending rent from you know, it, it looked like it had just been torn apart. Um, something large and savage, almost toying with the poor animal. Um, as I raced after it, I could hear it. You know the the, the cries and and the whimpers. Whatever killed it took its time. Young man, can you describe the tracks that you had seen? It's it's not a wolf. It's not even. It's larger than any wolf we've seen. Um, I ask if we have a wax tablet available. Um, <laughs> is there a wax tablet um, available? Can we give this to you? Maybe able to draw it. Herminius will actually pull one out of his pack. Yeah. Yeah. Macriot has a wax tablet, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's going to try and make the impression of it, and then you're going to try and interpret it. It's going to be a natural world check, but it's going to be with a penalty dice. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to give you much unless you make a hard or extreme success, even with the penalty dice. Okay. I mean, this guy is not a trained hunter like you are. He's a shepherd. Unlike you, he's actually actually is a shepherd, not a huntress <laughs> pretending to be a shepherd. You're actually a qualified shepherdess, but that's not how you pay the bills. Uh, excuse me. I'm very sorry to say this, but uh, not sorry, but I have sheep. I take care of my sheep. <laughs> Don't talk about what I do on the side. All right. So um, he makes the impressions. And I need you to roll your your natural world with a penalty dice. Okay. Uh, what will the penalty... Oh, never mind. Let's see if I make it first. No! I know nothing. Both dice, both tens. All right. Yeah, either he's not drawing it well, or it's just something so odd. and Or maybe it's something that you've never encountered. Okay. Um, it'd be better if you, found, if you actually looked at an actual track. Okay. I... Is it possible? Well, 
first of all, what time of day is it right now? Right now, it is approaching dusk. Okay, so getting a, a, a track would not really be feasible at this point. It's gonna he be says too- that his farm is, is make a luck roll. A six. He says, my fa- where the sheep were taken is not far from here. If we set a brisk pace, I should be able to get you to where it is. And we should be able to get back uh, in time for dinner before the moon rises. We might want to take torches just in case. If you'd so, rather wait till morning, I understand. I want to um, excuse us one moment. I gesture to the group to speak a little bit to the side because I don't want to make that decision if we should immediately go out or not alone. I mean, there's more information to be gleaned here. Uh, is there a pattern? Uh, have they attacked certain farms? Is there some sort of order? I, we could go and investigate the tracks. I, or you could split the party and no. some of you go look at the tracks no. and some of you talk to the villagers. No. Good. Good. <laughs> I like my party members. Thanks. <laughs> What I mean, if talk we do that, villagers. clearly it's Herminius and Marcion go together, and then Darina and Malachi go together. That's... Oh, <laughs> uh, in, in the movie version, I think Herminius is going to be played by Rocket the Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> you're only saying that because you're not going to wear... You know. <laughs> this is why I pulled everybody to the side and did not talk aloud amongst the our great you roll the six he can get you to it with enough day fading daylight for you to examine the tracks how long you take in getting back is part of the issue but also you don't know if it's going to rain overnight you don't know if the tracks are even going to be the longer you don't look at these tracks the less chance they're actually going to be there so here's the thing I know I saw tracks, and this I'm speaking to the... We have not returned back to our host just yet. I know what I saw while we were traveling to this village. I don't really know. or It's not something that I've seen before. It doesn't look like a, a type of track that would have sneakily come up on someone. So even if I were to take this time to leave and go and come back... I might be getting the same thing, something that I'm not familiar with. Do we feel that it's one a the right thing to do for two of us to leave and take a look at the tracks while the rest of the party remains? Do we feel safe enough with leaving some of the party with the villagers, the people that live here? <laughs> do we have a sense of that at all? Have you we can roll that? insight to kind of get see if they're hiding anything or... Well, how do they feel? Like, do they look really suspicious at us talking not in front of them? They I just gotta, kind of feel like you're experts, and that some of you are exotic. I got um, because you don't you don't get many Syrians or 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 Jews in Britannia. Actually, you do. Britannia is pretty diverse, <laughs> but in a remote like sheep village you know, farming area like this, you don't see a lot of Syrian detectives and Jewish bodyguards and Greek scholars. So they're just like, oh, they're just a bunch of exotic foreigners. So they, they don't seem concerned that you guys are talking privately. I got You're the experts. O2, I got an O2 out of 60 for insight. So I, I have a good, hopefully. These, these people are afraid, but they're looking to you as saviors. There's no animosity. There's no hidden agenda. Um, they're trying to be hospitable in the hopes you won't abandon them. And they don't want to look badly to someone who actually owns like a third of their, their, your patron is in charge of like one third of all of the exports from this village. Like the wool they export, he buys it. I'm going to convey this. I mean, I, I, like, I feel like observing these people, I feel like they're on the up and up. I feel like they need us. I feel like we can trust them. It doesn't seem to be whatever the threat is. It doesn't seem to be to them. So maybe we could leave uh, Markion or Herminius behind. Maybe I'm going to say the, the former because he's more useless. 
uh, out in the woods probably than, than I know. I, no, the, where the tracks are is not in the woods it's in one of their their fields it's in one of their great it's in one of their pastures well, yeah i mean i feel like if we you know one or two of us stay and talk to the villagers a little bit more and then the others of us go out okay so let's yeah. go with the we're going to go with malachi and darina and uh vortigern the uh the shepherd um his wife suli demands to go with him and she's also a shepherdess, and she's got her big stick. Oh, good! And she's like, "I'm not going to have. She goes, I'm not going to have you. I'm not going to have you go off and leave me a widow." No, sounds good. To and me. then he, he 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 says she says that in in Brythonic to him, Dorina. I think you kind of you do speak Brythonic. Yes, I do. And then he yep. says, "So you're going to come with me and get killed beside me?" And she says, "Yeah, I don't want to raise our kids on our own. Why don't we not have any?" <laughs> I don't understand it. So so he says, fine, come on. So he gives her the lantern in case they need it and leads you guys out. And um, you see it's a sheep paddock. There are tracks everywhere. Mm. But he said, where I saw the blood was over here. The dews washed most of it away. Um, I'll I'll leave it to you. I don't want to track over anything. My dog ran over it, so you may see some of those tracks. But trust me, when you see what I saw, you'll know what you'll know what I know. Okay, so there's sheep tracks. So make a tracking roll with a penalty dice, unfortunately, because it's a couple of days old, and there are lots of tracks mixed in here. A ten. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm never. I bought. Is that is that is that, is that like a, is that a critical? Uh, if you've got more than 50 in track, that's a critical success. I have 70. That's wow. a critical success. Now you know why they looked at you guys like you were the experts. <laughs> I don't do math well. Sorry. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, you mean these tracks? Karina, you, oh, yeah. you, you've traveled. <laughs> we're going to say you haven't traveled outside of Britain because I think she's only 19 or something like that. So she's still... You made me younger. Thanks. I'm 25, but oh, I'll but, take 18. No, you no, know, we're gonna say we're gonna say you haven't traveled <laughs> out of Britannia, um, but you've been to Londinum. You've been to, you know, the the major cities. Where so you've London. seen arenas and you've seen menageries and you've seen other animals that aren't native to Britannia. You've seen exotic animals in in games. You find a large track that the closest thing that you think it could be is a tiger. Now, you've never seen the tracks of a tiger, but you know they exist, and you have actually seen one in a menagerie. In a, It wasn't slaughtered in the arena, but it was brought out in kind of like a parade, you know, kind of like the, the parade of, of exotic animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, there's no, there are no big cats roaming around Britannia. So this is lion tiger size. And then you like, since you rolled a 10, you really found an area of tracks where you think this animal stalked the sheep and there's something odd about it. And it takes you a few minutes to really figure it out. And once you figure it out, you're not even sure you believe what you, what you're seeing. It looks like it has six legs. What? Six legs? So do you point uh, it I, out? I I have to at this point because it doesn't make sense to me. Even with my understanding of the natural, the unnatural world, let's put it that way, um, it still doesn't make sense to me. So I, I am going to have some sort of reaction. I am going to look surprised and a little confused. I Malachi, am going to... you see her going over the same bit of land, of ground about four times. So I see her yeah, going back and forth over this. Uh, and I'm like, what, what, what's going on? And I'm assuming Dorina's telling me. Kind of step aside again, you know, and just these tracks are nothing from here they resemble an animal that i saw when 
animals from different parts of the vast world have been shown. And I believe it to be one of those. But if my memory perceives me, this one has six legs, where the animal that I saw only had four. So I, I want to be sure that this is what I am seeing, but it does not seem to be something of this world. Does it seem fresh at all? How recent is this track? Last night. Last night. All right, I just I, I pull my cloak a little bit tighter around me because now I'm a little chilled. But at which point the guy's wife uh, Ula lights the lantern because the sun has set. Oh, great! She took a long time going over the the, the tracks. I am confident we can leave now. Sounds I, good to me too. Is it I okay before you make a luck check? Wait, before I do, though, I want to take a quick little sketch on a wax tablet. I asked Malachi if he has one. Okay. Oh, and when you look at the placement of the of the tracks and the depth, because, again, you rolled a 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably about the size and weight of that large male tiger you saw in the parade. So what is that, like 500-plus pounds or something like that? Let's... Um. Let's uh, find out. Conjure up Google. They can be they can be over six hundred and fifty pounds. So we're easily looking at something that could be nine hundred, almost a thousand. I think. No, you're you're thinking it's probably about the weight of a tiger. So so, you know, but definitely in the five hundred, six hundred pound range, which again is. Anything larger than a grizzly bear and anything larger than a black bear is dangerous, and they're only about 180 pounds. Okay. I clubbed a 300 pound man once. I don't want to club 600 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> Whatever it is. Why don't we head back to the. All right, Darina, Malachi, I need you both to roll luck, and it'll be fun if one of you fails. Oh. <laughs> I'm good. For me, not for you. What? I have a 31 out of 48. Okay, you're fine. Malachi? 39 out of something much higher. Okay, they do return. (laughs) 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 Meanwhile, the villagers put out stew. They light some fires. Yeah. The people who live farthest, they start leaving. But they're willing to answer any other questions you have. The basic is that three of the seven farms have been hit. Each farm's lost about a half dozen sheep each time. Two farms have lost dogs. Both dogs look like they were toyed with, almost tortured after they went off again, you know, following these things, whatever it was. No one has seen anything, and no one's seen when the sheep were taken. It's like they just were gone and they found these tracks. Um, and in two of the three attacks, there were even people watching over the sheep, and they saw and heard nothing. So, you have any other questions uh, for them? Yeah, actually, while so while Malachi and Darina are off doing their thing, uh, I was wondering if Herminius could kind of mingle with the people that are there, just to kind of get a sense of the atmosphere. Uh, he'll ask, you know, he'll try to almost he'll try to phrase his questioning almost as if he's just trying to get to know the town and and not be too overt that he's actually prodding okay make a charm uh, check that's what you're trying to sure. that that yeah. definitely sounds like what you're going for here that's uh oh 55 out of 55 dead even <laughs> all right what well, that counts as a success um okay you're you're charming nature kind of disarms them a little bit. They seem less afraid, more willing to talk. Their major concern is that losing six sheep is a huge financial blow to people like this. They're afraid if the attacks continue, it'll really make it difficult to pay their taxes at the end of the year. And even for some of the families to have enough, uh, enough to, uh, to eat. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if if six sheep, you can kind of absorb that. But if another, if a farm got hit twice and lost a dozen, 
that could be pretty serious because, man, these are sheep for wool. The loss of an animal is the loss of income for years to come. Right. Um, so fi- they're afraid financially, but mm-hmm. underlying that, some of them are starting to get afraid that there were people close to two of these attacks. You know, what if they had disturbed this animal when it was attacking the herd? What it would have done? They kind of don't think that the animal is a, a, a man-eater because they're pretty sure it would have attacked the people first instead of the, um, you know, they're more used to dealing with things like wolves. So they're thinking of it in terms of a, a predator. But again, if you interrupted a pack of wolves attacking your sheep, you could be in for the fight of your life. So they're right. starting to get afraid if these attacks persist, you know, a human may be taken. Uh, you, you've heard there... from a lot of yeah. their, uh, a lot of the women that they're not letting any of their children out of their sight. And they're certainly not letting them anywhere near the woods. Right. Uh, are there any, uh, is there a, so it seems as though with the loss that the the community at large would be affected. But is there perhaps a single farm or household that might have something to gain some almost some ground, some ground to gain in the town itself? Say, say if, you know, a few of the farms kind of lost sheep and fell back. Is there one or two houses that might be able to kind of, gain priority over the others if this were to happen a a a couple of women and again this is only because you're in britannia and women Mm. have more status that they're even talking to you if it was anywhere else in the empire they probably wouldn't speak openly you'd have to have a Mm. they'd have to have a male relative with them for it to be acceptable but Mm. this is britannia and they're more used to outspoken women one of them says the classic line well, I'm not one to spread rumors. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you say? Of course, there is no harm in simply sharing information. And there is no uh, no reason to also believe that this will ever spread beyond my ears. Roll I'm a charm, quite good or, at per- keeping a charm or persuade whichever... <laughs> Whichever Let's see. Well, my per with, my persuade is fifteen points higher than my charm, so with, I think I'll with go a with bonus that. dice because she kind of wants to tell you. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> so it's with a bonus persuade right. with a bonus dice. Oh, thankfully, because uh, with the bonus, I got a forty-one out of seventy. She tells you that while other farms are losing sheep and and worrying about paying their taxes. One girl comes in to the village with a a very heavy gold coin. Um, So much so that her father is taking the coin to, um, to do uh, shit. I can't, I hate these names. I can't pronounce them for shit. Uh, Do robber, do robbery. D u r o b r i v a e. It's a it's a nearby town on the other side of the river. Um, to use the coin to trade for uh, supplies for the winter. Um, uh. he's even said he's willing to share some of those supplies with the other families in town. Mm. But it was which will it was at least twice. It was at least twice the size of a. Uh, of a Roman uh, assis, which is a 25 uh, sesterce piece. Wow. And what family might this young woman have come from? Uh, and she points over to a family. Well, she said they, they left a few minutes ago. Uh, that was, uh, uh, that would be Antor's daughter, Kundry. Kundry says that she found the coin um, at the edge of the farm, but no one's seen ever seen anything like it. I've lived here all my life, and uh, you know nobody finds gold coins lying around, yeah. not like that. And yeah. and he'll kind of nod his head, but have a smile on his face, like like cordial, as if they're just having a a a 
you know, run of the mill conversation. Make a luck check. Go, uh, sure. That is uh 75 out of 70. Okay. All right. So, uh, and so, when she, he so, oh, so she's not a lonely widow, but that's okay. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It, it, he just wants to make it. So he wants to put on the appearance that, you know, she's not giving him information that she shouldn't. Okay. Uh, and I was just and, rolling yeah, to he, see how far this conversation was going to go. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I don't know if you want to burn and, five yeah. luck points for that. Oh, no. <laughs> it would seem a little and, uh, you yeah. know frivolous but or, who am i to judge no he'll uh he'll yeah he'll <laughs> he'll kind of like give a give a little laugh and then lean in just slightly and say we, i will ensure that we will come across this information on our own and that nothing will come back to you i and she she nods and takes another slug of her cider and says, yep. uh, I appreciate that, stranger. Okay, Macrian, was there any line of questioning you wanted to do before they get back? So I, I assume he's like with like a different cluster of people. So right, he like just... he he was with the the single the single women mingling, yeah. trying to be charming. So he's like, I, was any uh, was there a pattern to to how the farms were attacked? Was it you know the 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 ones uh, lying on the outside and then moving you know closer in? Uh, has anyone seen anything strange in the woods? It like he's seems just that like the, it seems that the farms with the pastures closest to the forest fence are the ones being targeted. Okay, yeah, he's like rapid fire because he's like trying to figure stuff out now since they went. So like he's. And they basically tell you things like, you know, there wasn't a lot of blood. The animals didn't scream. It seems like they were killed quickly, which is strange because there are a half dozen taken in each attack. Um, You know, that there were tracks. The tracks seemed to always lead back to the forest. The attacks only took place at night. So you find out, you know, night attacks, you know, you know, pastures of sheep nearest to the forest fence tracks leading to the forest fence both dogs that were killed were found in the forest their bodies you know mm-hmm. they followed the quarry back into the forest and were killed there um it started three nights ago and uh in all of the history of the town and there are people there are elders in this town who've lived here 70 80 years who grew up here you know that their grandfathers lived here there's never been any stories or legends about some sort of a large predator you know it's always been a wolf you know in a particularly odd year it was a bear um you know every once in a while an eagle will take a calf um sometimes it's bandits but they've never had, you know, this is the first time a, a six-legged tiger has, you know, they don't say that, but this is the first time something like this has ever happened. So so he does say, he says, um, have the have the uh, proper offerings been, been made? Uh, perhaps the gods are, are um, angry uh, if, if perhaps you did not uh, make the, the right sacrifices. Ooh, boy. Um, roll your charm not to offend the villagers. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> this is the Cthulhu Invictus version of blaming the victim. 49 out of... Uh, what am I looking at? Persuade? Yeah, try and roll your charm. Charm. Nope, out of 30. Nope, but 40, 49 over 30. Um, like, he's just rapid fire. He, he so actually he's not even... gets offended. He says... No, sir. He goes, I, I don't know what you're accusing us of, but, you know, we make all of the proper offerings to the gods. This is our harvest. These are our animals. You know, we give the proper respect to both the Roman and the native gods. I, I take offense that you would even suggest that we brought this on ourselves. Oh, no, no, I that's, I didn't mean that. I, I am not, uh, you know, from here, I, I, you know, f- from Rome itself. I, I'm unaware of the, the, the local customs. I, I just wanted to, just trying to process the information. He says, 
then then you need to look further than we brought this on ourselves. He says, but, but good no, evening, no. sir. And he, stalk, he stomps off. But before everyone scatters too much, I wanted to ask uh, the villagers if they had seen people in the blue and green, uh, like the person I saw in the woods. Unfortunately, by the time you get back from looking at the tracks, most people, they were, they were trying to get home before dark. Okay. Um, Macrion, you also learned that all of the farms that had uh, pastures near the uh, near the forest fence, they've pulled those sheep in to paddock areas closest to the farm. They're starting to shear them a little earlier this year just because they want to pull them away from the forest where the grazing pastures are. Sure. And they tell you that if this keeps up, it's going to be lean for them before the before spring breaks. Because they're they're counting on another two or three weeks of grazing them before they have to bring them in and start feeding them on hay. Okay. So again, at this point, they're more worried economically, but they're still keeping their children close, and uh, they all want to be inside before dark. Sure. Okay, so you're staying at uh, Pitar's farm. And he says, well, you know, he basically sets out dinner for all of you, a hearty mutton stew with root vegetables and uh, some dark beer. And um, he says, I don't have much, but because the hay, you know, the hayloft above the barn is warm and comfortable. And you see his house. He's got like one of those classic round uh, native houses with the central you know he's got like probably 15 or 16 people living in a big central chamber so it's not like living going into his house would be comfortable right so um, you know he, he, he suggests the the hayloft you'd be more comfortable and they sure. bring out woolen blankets and stuff can i make but, a spot in the house to see if they do have the right altars and stuff out just to they do okay they're prominently displayed okay I think these these guys would be Romanized enough that they'd actually have like the house spirits and the Laras. And as you look at them, you see two or three that you, you don't recognize without making an occult roll. Oh, I will do that. <laughs> or or not. 92. He's like, I don't know what that is. Okay. You get a look at you get a look at two of them close enough that you could probably describe it, but you can't identify what gods they, they are making offerings to here. Okay. All right. So the group is back together. So uh, they say, will you be patrolling this evening? Will you be getting a fresh start in the morning? Uh, we know you only just arrived, but these attacks have all taken place at night. They've been tending the sheep at night. They watch over them. Like they'll usually send one person out to where the farther pastures are with a dog to just make sure that a wolf or a bandit doesn't come. At least they were until this all all of this started happening. Um, I'm curious. How many sheep are in the entire village? <sighs> Seven farms. Each one has about 150, 160. So there's lots of sheep here. Okay. Scratch the idea I just had. Okay. But again, even having that many, losing a half dozen suddenly is still, you know, they have taxes to pay. They have, you know, they're not raising crops. They're buying food to get them through the winter. They raise wool. Mm-hmm. So what I was going to say, what I thought would be a good idea, but there is an abundance of them, is possibly bringing as many possible indoors. They've already done that. They've kept a lot of... They don't have indoor spaces for a lot of the sheep. Mm -hmm. um, but they've brought all of the sheep as close to the houses as they can. Have they centralized them in one area now? Or are they still scattered They, they off? haven't gone that far. Everybody doesn't want their... They, they still have their sheep with their sheep. They're not mixing the flocks together, which would okay. be quite a thing to untangle them. As as long as as long as I'm not too far from the main party, I'd be willing to hang outside just to keep an eye out to see if anything happens. Though it sounds like I'm not going to see anything until it's too late. 
Our, our host's farm, where is it in relation to, you said we came out of the woods and he was kind About of About the middle of the string. Um, and the house is on either side of him. Have they been hit or they have not been hit yet? Uh, one neighboring house has been fit, hit because Darina rolled a six on her luck. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't suggest that um, we risk uh, our host's uh, sheep. Uh, but if perhaps we left some sheep outside and sat uh, out amongst them, we might be able to to, to see something. Uh, uh, you said the farm uh, next over here w- was hit. Uh, it seems that the uh, what the uh, the villagers indicated was that the that the farms that were closer to uh, the forest were the ones that were being attacked, at least uh, for now. So my concern is that if it, it's if we were to approach any of the farmers with that, it would almost seem like we are setting them up. I don't know if they'd be willing to part with the potential of harm coming to them. I don't know if I'm reaching too much with that. Darina, this is the time of the year that the older sheep would be slaughtered anyway. Okay. Um, the ones that are probably too old to survive a winter. So this is the time. So you might be able to, with a persuade or a fast talk or a charm, get them to part or sell you for very cheap um, a few sheep. Yes. Okay. Of course, yes, these, I think, would be, uh, they, these would be sheep they'd be slaughtering anyway. These are sleep sheep that are at the end of their usefulness. Yes, they, uh, they often use, the, as you know, the older sheep for meat. So perhaps if we offer to buy them from it, we can then use them as lures. Do we, do we actually know if there's any pattern to what sheep have been taken, if they are younger or older sheep? You didn't uh, specifically ask. Um, I feel like we're, I mean, are we going to have a chance of seeing this happen at all if what the villagers are saying is true? It's worth a shot, I suppose. But well, if, if the villagers were sleeping and the dogs were were on watch, then uh, almost anyone could have uh, slipped up and. Well, no, except except that they said that some of them were actually being tended when they disappeared. So, right in front of them. Yeah, pretty so, much about right in front of them. If the attacks are happening at night, there were for the past three nights. Um, two of the three farms that were being tended to or attacked were there are people there it happened right in front of them they would have detected something before it was too late so i i would say that they're they're being watched uh, that not a matter of negligence and more of trickery almost it's worth a shot. I mean, I'm very good at spotting things that are hidden, shall we say. Um, it could be that they simply haven't been expecting to see something like that. Maybe we'll have a, an advantage. My worry is that either one or a few of the families have tempted uh, this beast into the farm for malevolent purposes. Perhaps to gain an upper hand within the village. Can you? What what leads you to that conclusion? In talking to a few of the women, uh, one of the families, a uh, a daughter, uh, has come into town. She claims to have found a very large coin on the outskirts of the forest. Uh, Coming into possession of something like that just randomly does not seem all that likely and as far as i know their their farm has yet to be touched by this beast what farm is that uh she is the daughter of ador where is that in the location is it further in or further towards the forest did i happen to pick up that information no no okay you didn't ask what, what's, yeah, the, what's the what's the goal here for any sort of nefarious thing? I mean, just some sheep that are disappearing. It's... Well, if uh, if these sheep disappear, perhaps they're feeding a uh, a spirit or a monster outside in the woods. Uh, trading for gold could 
allow them to buy additional supplies and spreading that wealth out within the town gains them favor, reputation, and uh, power over the other families. And power is a means unto itself, is it not? We've How seen that often so. enough. How well do I know these villagers? Would that be something that, or has that happened in my village? You don't know these villagers at all. Okay. Um, you've never been here. Um, could something like that happen? Sure. Is it likely? Who knows? I mean, as likely as a, you know, a six legged tiger, you know, I mean, okay. anything, is anything is possible <laughs> after what you, you know, after your experiences. Um, we have confirmed power. that there there is something um, there is something supernatural about the forest near here. Okay. I just didn't want to jump down and say like, no, that's not part of the sheep community. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't do that to each other. But hey, no. Sheeple would never do that. <laughs> and what of the track? Did did you find anything when you went off to the to the sheep paddock? Yes, um, we did. And it seems to be a very large animal. Um, something that I have seen uh, in show, not in nature. Um, one of the concerns I have is that it has six legs. Six, you say? Yes, I have never seen an animal with six legs. Uh, nor of that size. Um, it seems to have been to be large enough to be triple, quadruple times the size. Um, <laughs> very large, <laughs> larger than a horse, larger than an ox. Um, but it's not something that would belong here. Can I make an occult roll? See if that rings a bell on anything I may or may not have studied. Nope. Okay, that's fair. Uh, that is not something that I uh, am familiar with at all. I, nothing I've encountered in any of my uh, readings. Hmm. It resemble it. The paws, the the tracks resemble paws of a very large uh, animal. A have you ever heard of a a tiger? It's a, a very uh, yes, of course. The the trackings resemble a tiger, which is not from here. There's there's never been something that large with that type of tracking or that many paws for that matter um, here. Uh, the villagers had, had also indicated uh, that they had no no legends of, of a large predator such as this. Some of some of the elders they been here for 80, 80 some odd years. Their parents, their grandparents have been here, and yet they have no indication that wolves and, and smaller cats, lynx perhaps, but nothing is nothing as large as that. And if if it attacked three nights in a row, normally predators don't attack that often. I mean, how big would? I mean, that's a lot of sheep to eat. Frankly, as much of a mystery is is a six-legged creature that none of us have ever seen before, and one that strikes essentially invisibly. Uh, I'm not sure which is more perplexing. It's I'm at a loss. Um, I, I don't know if we should treat it as a large cat, but the additional legs has me question what I know. And we pass both a fairy mound and a fairy ring. The ring being not that far from here. Um, they're they're keeping their children out of the forest. Uh, they're not venturing into the forest themselves. Uh, but no one said that they saw anything out of the ordinary. But Herminius, if you believe that perhaps uh, one one family or at least someone in the family is uh, gone out of their way to uh, contact those things which should be left uh, alone that is definitely something that we should investigate further indeed and if they claim that they are keeping their children away from the woods and yet Ador has been 
or the Ador's daughter has been known to travel around there and indeed found this immense gold coin in the area, then clearly there is a little conflict of truth within the town. Perhaps the coin was left as a as, as a trap, something to, to draw in someone from the village to precipitate some sort of bargain, perhaps? Un- that is my idea as well. Hmm. Hopefully unwilling. Hopefully there is no uh, purposeful, nefarious goings-on within the village. Uh, dealings with the Fae are, are tricky at best. Legendarily so. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> so regarding our next steps, I do agree we should be out or close by, but possibly taking turns because we do need to get some rest tonight, Um, possibly in shifts. Do you want to move forward with having sheep close by? I think think if we are looking to draw the monster in, then it is a good idea. Where are we in reference to the forest. Not because far. That, not far. So strategically thinking, we know that we know that the one the villages that are closest to the forest are the ones that are being attacked. There is a good chance since it has not happened yet that it may happen to this farm. Having the ability to purchase would probably be our best bet. Have them here and, like I said, shifts so that we can still resume tomorrow. What if we ask Pietrar if he has um, some sheep that he would be willing to sell? Uh, we are due uh, quite a sum uh, that we can reimburse him. Uh, if we are going to do shifts, I would suggest we go in pairs. It would not be wise to leave... Uh, one person alone, considering the circumstances. Understood. Um, considering I have an excessive amount of money, I, I don't see mind putting it out right now for the sheep versus leaving it as a something owed. As long as they're not very expensive, I can't imagine they would be. Yeah. Look, we could also write it off as a big business expense and just have Fidelis reimburse us when we get back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, we're be- between the four of us, we're walking around with 2,000 Sesterci, so, I mean... Serena, right. just keep receipts, okay? That's all. Just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just submit everything to I, HR. I, I, think, I think we <laughs> absolutely should use some sheep uh, as, you know, bait, so-called. And again, I'm I'm more than happy to take you know a good spell at the first stab at keeping watch outside. Okay. I don't want to be too at, far. at this point, most of the villages are are in bed, and uh, you know the village is kind of closed down. Um, it's kind of a dusk, you know, a dusk till dawn society, uh, especially in a rural area like this. So, you know, trying to purchase sheep and you know, work out where you're going to be stationed at this point is, is probably not going to work for tonight just because, you know, everyone's already kind of, you know, settled in, assuming that you would be starting work in earnest tomorrow. Okay. And in all likelihood, you were up and in all honesty, you were up before dawn to get online, to get into the, to get to the gate, to leave your quarantine. So at this point, you've been up and traveling, you know, actively 18, 20 hours. That's fine. I'm okay with that, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, I could be convinced just to sleep, you know, like he's hardy and hale and physical, but like it has been a long day. And he's, you know, they were left, him and Herminius were left like in the village. So I'm assuming that. At least he may have been. There may have been a lot of cider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was strong too. So, so and it was, a, and it was a, basically a four-hour hike through the through the the woods as well. All right, I guess we're taking a nap. Taking. 
All right, are you going to trust the uh, the security of the barn and the hayloft and just all of you sleep and wake at dawn? Or are you going to mm. set watches? Watches. Watch. Okay, you get through the night. Cool, and I want to thank everybody for checking this out. We appreciate you watching. We have coffee for sale still. Neil is roasting a little bit. His assistant is probably doing the lion's share of that now. Uh, if you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order. Shipping is always free. Uh, the Legendary Brew, there's a link in the uh, in the show notes for that. The nice, easy drinking medium roast. The other blends that he uh, produces are also fantastic as well. Uh, you can link out to that. It's birdsoffeathercoffeecompany.com, I believe. But if you hit go to our link and then link out from there, you can get the other stuff. Night Owl Blend is also fantastic. The code and the free shipping works on all the other stuff as well. Uh, we have our Patreon up. These games will be hitting there before they hit the actual podcast feed. So if you're so inclined, uh, that would be awesome if you want to pitch a couple of ducats at us. If not, the world is fucked up right now, and if you need to save your cash, save your cash. Right, we're we're going to record and play games anyway, uh, so don't feel any obligation there. But if you do like the show, if you like what's going on, please, please, please uh, leave reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. We're all over the place. That stuff helps us out immensely. And, uh, again, just thanks. Oh, duh. Check out goldengoblinpress.com. Uh, link in the show notes for that as well. You could also pre-order Britannia and Beyond now if you go to the... Oh, you can't. Oh, forget <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> All right. Well, it should be out soon-ish after that's out. Uh, you can pick that up as well if you're enjoying the adventures that we're having in the uh, world of Cthulhu Invictus. You could have your own adventures as well. Uh, so we'll we'll keep you posted on that as that comes out. And uh, thanks for watching, and we'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.